Wednesday morning and it's time for Animal Central. I'm your host today, Sharon Dale, and I'm here with Jonathan Sinclair. Been a been quite a week this week, Jonathan. It has been quite a week it's and been. today we're having quite a heavy topic, but we have good news yes. as well. Well there's always good news. Mm-hmm. Um I was actually thinking earlier this week, especially last week, there were so many bad news stories going around. But then you look and there's so many good news stories as well. So I think the message is getting out there and I think people are becoming more educated and more aware. And and I think a lot is being done out there. So, you know, we are winning, but we've got some awesome stories in the news that you're going to tell us about shortly. And we've got two wonderful guests today. We've got Wendy Wilson from the NSPCA, who's going to talk to us about the pit bull fighting uh, bust that happened a few weeks ago. And then we've also got Janetta Russmans from the Pitbull Federation of South Africa. So it's very much Pitbull today, but we want to look at that. We also want to talk about what people should do if they come across animal abuse or a dog fighting ring, because in some cases the public can cause more harm than help mm-hmm. if they go the wrong routes. But we'll, we'll speak about that a bit later. But you've got some interesting news there, Jono. Well, yeah. Okay. So one of our very loyal listeners and such an animal lover, much like yourself, she really reminds me of you, Sharon, Charlotte Tilly. She alerted me to a story. She approached the mayor of Tswane, uh, Josiense Ramachopa, uh, about the struggles of the um, NSPC or the SPCA in Tswane, uh, their financial difficulties. And he, she also alerted him to all the good work um, that they're doing. Uh, after the meeting, I mean, he actually invited her into his office to hear her out, wow. hear the full story. Awesome. Uh, he, she then got a call a few days later to come collect a check of 50,000 wow. rand, which is, uh, gonna, yeah, go That's to fantastic. helping the animals, which is what, what oh. it's all about, what we here at Animal Central are all about. Um, we are trying to get Charlotte on the line just so she can tell us how that yes, came how about. It happened. But we've also got, staying with our sort of topic of today, mm. the Pitbull Walk Against Dogfight. And that's taking place on the 23rd of May, Saturday, uh, at the Rittendale Park, um, South Sotpanberg Road. Is that Pretoria? Yeah. That's Pretoria. Mm. That's going to be awesome. I mean, I saw the last walk that was had. We're actually going to feature it in Canine Zone magazine. But people come out mm-hmm. and they really support. But we need more. We need more people there. But talking about the Mayor of Swane, um, I believe our new head of the DA is a dog lover. So I'm hoping that we're going to get him involved as well. Does um does he have dogs or is he just Apparently, a dog lover? I, okay. I, know, I heard a rumor that he mm. is an animal lover. Well, we've got to get him on the show. I would love to. I'm get sure him he's on tired of talking about humans. No, I'm trying to get him in the magazine. So we'll we'll follow up on that and see what we can do. But maybe the DA can get more involved mm. and uh, maybe help the NSPCA, who desperately they desperately need funding. Well, let's see what we can do. Uh, is Charlotte? Are you on the line? Yes, I'm here. Hi. Hi, Charlotte. Welcome to Animal Central. You are one of our most loyal listeners. She's always retweeting us and uh, listening to the show, getting involved in the topic. So thank you so much. Now, tell me, how did this come about? How did you manage to get in the office of the mayor of Tswane and tell him what was on your heart? Well, it was actually quite easy to tell you the truth. Um, I've been involved with the SPCA, Tswane SPCA for quite a while. I um, help them. I just as a, a volunteer, I help it, uh, with the charity shop in Centurion, and uh, so I know quite a bit that goes on there. And uh, they were just telling me how they're struggling financially, and I was thinking, what more can I do? And I thought, well, let's ask um, the mayor. Who mm-hmm. else to ask? Mm-hmm. He's the boss of Barney, so let's ask him. And I tweeted him in, um, I sent him a tweet in August last year. Mm-hmm. And by September, I went to his offices. He, I sent him a tweet that they're struggling, they need help, and they do so much uh, for for so little. Mm-hmm. And people don't appreciate what they do. And he said, okay, well, make a point and come and see me. And I went to his office, and there we were. And then how long after that did it take for the, for the money to come through? I mean, was it a month or was it days? No, no. It took a couple of months. Mm -hmm. Uh, it actually took, uh, I received the money now in April, at the end of April. I got a call to get it. 
obviously it had to go through uh, different channels. He, he sent a, a representative to the SPCA to have a look at uh, how things are run and to get a financial report and all sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically just to see that it's all legit, I suppose, and it's just not someone coming to him asking for money. Mm. And, uh, yeah, then they were, uh, they had to write a report about it, and, mm. and then certain people had to sign the check, obviously. So it, it had to go through channels. Mm. As I, I suppose I can't just pull out a checkbook and write no, a check, sure, you know? Sure. And so what is the money going to be used for at the uh, SPCA? I suppose you don't really know that, or is there a particular allocation that it's going to? Maybe more kennels or... Veterinary bills, what, what is it going to be used for? Um, I, well, I cannot speak on behalf of the SPCA mm, as mm. I'm only a, a volunteer. But uh, I would suppose what I've seen in the, the newspaper articles um, from Corky from the SPCA is that it would go towards the water and electricity at the mm, moment. Mm. I suppose either way it's going to be for SPCA, good. Yeah, the SPCA gets... Uh, so many donations, food and things. Not that mm. it's not needed or appreciated. It's so appreciated there. Mm. But things cost money, you know. People cost money. Veterinary bills, everything. You know, the water alone and to sterilize the kennels. And, you know, they have staff that, uh, that work there on... Mm, got to pay those know, salaries, eh? Weekends. And, you know, there's salaries, there's inspectors, there's... Mm. Yeah, the vet. I mean, at the mm. moment, uh, they're struggling with um, having, uh, you know, trying to look after all the animals. So things cost money, and I think that what the public don't understand is, you know, you often get people that say, are you not grateful for this because you say you want money? But things cost money. Mm. That's you reality. Know, you can't just feed the animals and say, there we have the animals have food, and that's it. It's not like that, you know. Well, Charlotte, um, it's it's great what you did. You took things into your own hands. Animal and Angel salute to you, yes. really. Charlotte, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. That's so kind of you. Thanks a lot. All yes. right. And I hope you encourage other people to do it too. Absolutely. Well, you're doing Absolutely. that for Absolutely. us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, for sure. Thank you so, so much. More. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Bye, Charlotte. Thank you so much for Bye. the call. Bye. Thanks a lot. All right, so, yeah, so there is good news out there, and people really, I saw on her Twitter profile, she says certain things about herself, but the main point is that she, she just wants to help animals yes. and relax type relax thing. At like, at the same time, yeah. yes. I oh, know, you know, there's so many of these people out there that mm, go out mm. of their way to help, uh, just to help. Mm. They don't expect nothing in return. One of those people, or these two ladies in front of us are, People like that. Um, Wendy, welcome back. We've had you on the show before. Now, just Hello tell us, you. what is your title again and what is it that you do? I'm manager of the Special Investigations Unit at the National Council of SPCAs. And I do many, many things, but one of the things is we have a focus on pit bull and pit bull activities, illegal and legal. Right, right. And then Jeanette, on the other hand, you are the president of the Pitbull Federation of South Africa. Yes. And um, what do you do? You educate? You rescue? We educate. No, we don't rescue, but we try to educate people on uh, what to do with their pit bulls, sterilize their pit bulls, look after them. In a way, that is rescuing them. Yes. Mm. Mm. No, for sure. (laughs) Now, Wendy, if we we jump into this a couple of weeks ago, I think it was in April 25th, somewhere around there, I know that you guys were involved in, in quite a big bust of a pit bull fight that was in progress. Now, we last week we spoke about it, but at that stage we couldn't say very much because yeah. it was still in court and being heard. What can you tell us about that? How did it come about and how did you get there? Well, um, what has become very apparent in the last couple of months is that communities are really recognizing the massive impact that this activity, this criminal activity mm. has on their immediate surroundings, their people, their children, their society. And more and more people are speaking up against it yes. and letting us know when it's happening, how it's happening, and who's involved. Um, they're recognizing that the people involved are threats to their children, are very aggressive, are generally the people with criminal records. So the bad dodgy element, dealings. Yes, yes. Yes. And, and they're, they're talking up. They're speaking up and they're telling us when it's happening, why it's happening, where it's happening. 
which is fantastic. That and is and fantastic. those they really are animal angels. Mm. Um, and we got word about this fight that was happening. When we broke, it was actually in progress, oh. and the dogs had been already fighting for almost two hours. Two hours. Oh my goodness! Um, it was absolutely horrific. You know, really hardened cops, hardened SPCA people that have been around for a long time. They always, they just, they're not ready for that shock, no, no. that massive injury, that massive amount of of blood and suffering. And they see terrible really things. Mm, so for this to yeah. affect them on that level just shows you. It yeah. just shows yeah. you. Mm. And they too, hats off to them. They they are always there. They're always ready to help. Um, no matter how badly affected they are, they're there the next time. They're ready to step yes. in. So do the police help you with this sort of thing, Wendy, or is it solely an SPCA? It's a much wider team than just me. Remember okay. that um, things like uh, information has to be checked to see whether it's legit, whether it's right. grudge information, whether it's um, people just having a problems with their neighbor. Um, it's the animal skills. It's the people skills. There's a number of people that have to come together for a successful raid to happen. Mm-hmm. So this was happening at the time. I mean, where was this in a in a residential area? In a, it was in a, it on a property in a residential area. Yeah. And for two yeah. hours, a lot of people involved, Wendy. Um, there were a number of people there. Um, we arrested six that were actively involved right sort there. The on organizers the and the, the um, fighters. Yeah. And we were very, very lucky to get and those people. How many dogs were present? I mean, obviously the two that were in the ring at the time, but. Yes, there were 12 dogs altogether on oh. the property. And all pit bulls? Yeah. All pit bulls, yes. Good mm. heavens. So there's a lot of organization that goes into this. Getting the, those amount of dogs, those amount of people there. Mm. It's not a spontaneous thing. It's a planned thing. It's, no. it's calculated that they do this. It's a very much an organized crime. And what about the cash? I mean, was cash seized? Because it's all about the money, hey? Uh, apparently there was cash seized. I don't know how much. Mm. Mm. Goodness me. And then, I mean, I saw some of the photos on Facebook. It, it was truly horrendous. Yeah. But some of the dogs didn't survive, I believe. Um, unfortunately, it's not something we like putting on Facebook, those mm. pictures. But it's the reality it of, is. People of need what to see. our people see, what the cops see, and what happens to those dogs. Mm. Um, unfortunately, those two in the ring were just absolutely so badly damaged and so badly uh, mauled that we took the decision to put, to yeah, put them to sleep. nothing you can do further. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It, was, it was absolutely horrendous. I can imagine how, like sort of seeing those six people that were arrested and I can imagine you actually want to, you know, mm. you have to restrain yourself yeah, because can you imagine. can't be unprofessional, mm. but you know, as a human, your emotions are there. You're, mm. Mm. and that's a problem that we have is that a lot of people are very emotive about this, um, mm. and rightly so. But when they take things into their own hands, that's when we don't get a conviction and we don't yes. stop them doing it and yes. we don't mm. prevent them owning dogs in the future. Right. Mm. So in a case like this, when you, you went and you arrested these guys, because this is a criminal activity. Yes, very much so. So they arrested for animal cruelty? Animal fighting. Animal fighting. Animal it's fighting. a specific. Yeah. And then what happens, you know, I've always wanted to know what happens to them from there. Do they actually go to jail? Do they get bail? <laughs> Do they have to wait for the court case? What happens? Well, then it depends on a, a lot of circumstances. Mm. Um, can we verify their addresses? Remember, you can't just stop bail. Um, it's very specific under what conditions you can stop someone getting bail. Um, and if those conditions are met, then every single person has a right to bail. Right. And right. that's where we have to really trust our investigating officers and um, the station that is this custodian of the case to carry through, um, make any additional arrests that need to be made, make sure that they know where these guys are. Um, and, and all the things that support your, your case and keep it strong and keep it secure. And, and Wendy, do, are these guys going to go punished now? I mean, is the court case still running? What happens to them from yeah, here? The court on? case has only just begun. It's just now. begun. Yes. Now so it's a long drawn out process. Putting all the evidence in, the vet reports, um, all the, the, the photographs, everything mm. that, that goes into making a docket. Um, Approaching the prosecutor, making sure that they've got everything in their arsenal to present the case. Yes. Um, make sure that y- your your people are strong and committed to right. seeing the case through. Um, support from the public is really, really important. Um, the court cases do take a long time generally to come to court. And keeping people motivated um, is, is a reality. You, you have to keep at it all the time. Make sure that your docket mm. is protected. Yes. That your mm. investigating officer remains motivated. Um, can so, almost yeah. feel like a, a like a sort of a drop in the ocean when you right. only you're going through all this effort, these months of court cases, 
just to save to 12 dogs, yeah. you know what I mean? And some of those, you say, didn't even make it. So, mm. But I suppose you're actually getting those people off the street that would have done it to other dogs. And remember, every time you successfully bust um, someone, someone else is thinking, mm, it's not worth mm. it. Not worth mm. it. I hope so. Do you think the penalties are, are strong enough or strict enough? Remember, in South Africa, we haven't had dog fighting cases for a number of years, mm. um, especially oh, really? with the amount of evidence and the, the way that we handle the dog cases now with the forensics, the backup evidence, all that sort of thing. So we now have all the, the cases are actually in trial, the Tukane, the Atridgeville, all these, um, even down in Neisner, they're in mm. trial now. Oh. So what happens now is really important for the future. Yes, it sets, um, yeah. sets a precedent. Yeah. And with that growing awareness of not only the, the animal crime, but the crime it's having on a community, and more and more people are sitting up, taking notice and, and asking for those, mm. those stronger penalties. Yeah, because these are criminals. They're violent yeah. criminals. Yeah. I mean, they say the way you treat animals mm. dictates the kind of person you are. I mean, I personally would love to see these Ponds come to use a nice word, end up in jail for a couple of years and well, make an example. If they of can them. see something like that happen to their own dog, right? Well, yes. I mean, they're not really going to care about your child when they meet them on the road. So no, yeah, I, I think it's not just about the dogs. If you don't care about the dogs, at least care about your own community, mm. your mm. own family. You're exactly right. Mm. When you when you condone that level of violence, mm. Um, mm. then there's many other things that you will condone. Oh, absolutely, mm. absolutely. If you can see that and do that, so so this was. Members of the public, I assume these guys are probably out on the street now, but hopefully <laughs> you say there's a lot of cases coming up yeah. now. Yeah. And, yeah. and let's hope and pray that the judge sees yeah. that something yeah. needs to be done. Well, this is, I think, you know, you were talking about those images that are so hard mm. to see that how important they are because yeah. you can say as many words as you want. It's not going to bring it home until you see those faces yeah. like Sharon saw mm. on Facebook, which I try to avoid. I mean, I, I, I don't want to see it, but mm. someone yeah. has to. Eh? Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's, it's a, you get to a place where it's, it's very difficult, but you almost become a little bit more hardened. Mm. But I think mm. those images and the one of, I call them the bucky dogs, the dogs that were on the back of the bucky, mm. It disturbs a person. You have nightmares about it. So I don't know how you do it, Wendy. It's, it must be very difficult. But I'm sure, I mean, if I went there, I'd probably want to attack those guys myself physically with my taser. <laughs> I'd probably thing, get man. a harsher sentence for, Might have to but for abuse. But then, you know what Wendy was saying is that then you, the whole court case wouldn't go through yeah, because see. they would have a leg to stand on. They were unfairly yes. treated and, you know. And Jeanette, do you get involved in, in something like this? Where, where does the Pitbull Federation come in here? I know that you've done a lot of demonstrations at the court cases and things like that. We don't want to get involved with the, with, with, with the NSPCA um, by um, going out to yes. do bust like that. That right. is their job. They are professionals. They have to do it. Right. Basically from our side is to educate the public, not Everybody that owns a pit bull are fighting with the dogs. Mm. Right, mm. absolutely. Uh, there's a lot of people that, that love their dogs. So by busting people and this on Facebook and in the mm. newspapers mm. and on TV, uh, if you have a pit bull, you walk with a pit bull, then people think you are involved with dog yes. fighting. Yes. Uh, so from the organization side is basically that we want to tell people, not every pit bull yeah, owner educate, educate. is bad. And it's so sad. I, I mean, I've, I've got a pit bull. He's, he's my boy. He's the most amazing, gentle guy. He's my soulmate in a doggy form. <laughs> um, but it is sad because people go, pit bulls, mm-hmm. careful, put your kids inside. These are violent, aggressive dogs. And they are so not. It's the, mm-hmm. what do they say? Brain the deed, not the breed. Mm-hmm. It's the owner. How you raise that dog, what you do with it, is that not so? No, you can raise an angel or a willigan yeah. at the end. Uh, all of our dogs, I mean, we showed, we show with our dogs. Mm. And people will phone you and say, you know what, my dog sleeps on the couch. Mm. Okay, everybody. So there is people, different type of pit bull people that yeah. own pit bulls. Yes. Yes. So there's the guys that are involved with these crew uh, activities and then there's the guys that just love the breed mm, mm. for for the energy and 
what they give back to you. Yes. Mm. So no, they, they do. They're very intelligent. They're adults. very intelligent. Highly loyal. But this very is probably loyal. the reality of why they're being used for fighting because they are intelligent. They are strong. Mm. They they were built they are loyal. to. This is the thing. Mm. So I suppose that is a disadvantage to them as a breed that they are so good at what they do. You know. Yeah. You, you're actually hitting the nail on the head, and just as Jeanette was saying, is that. Not everybody who owns a pit bull should be owning a pit bull. Yes. yes and very true. the education about these dogs is so important. They are really a reactive dogs. They need exercise. When you chain them on a chain behind your house and torment them through the fence, you're, you're courting trouble. Absolutely. Um, so learn to look after them properly. Learn the, the exercise needs that they need. Mm. Um, and training, socialization. Yes. Uh, it's really, really important. We've and you been can speaking the, about the that quite a lot, hey, John, mm-hmm. is that, We've had these behaviors sent in people from dog clubs, and, and they were saying, do your homework. If you're mm-hmm. a couch potato, don't get a pit bull or a border collie. That kind of exactly. dog needs activity, exercise, a lot of you know, bonding with their owners, socialization. Rather get a pug or mm. something that's easier. Mm. You, you know what? And what people also do, they get pit bulls because they're aggressive. So, so for they see God it as a form of protection. Yeah. Okay. A protection. Mm. And a pit bull, if you know the history, a pit bull is not a human aggressive dog. No. It's an animal aggressive dog, but not human aggressive. So in other words, people are training them to be human aggressive. Okay. And that's the big problem ah. as well. It, yeah. It's a dog like your dog, Sharon. Yeah. I don't think he will... You wouldn't harm a fly. A fly, no. exactly. So from Maybe our a cat, but not a fly. From our side, definitely. It's not a dog for a, a dog to protect your property. And definitely not. Mm-mm. People They're get not confused between aggression and protection. Mm. You know, they, they think that an aggressive dog is going to protect the property. Meantime, it's, it's very different. A dog mm. that feels secure and wants to protect its people that it loves is going to protect mm. the property. But don't all dogs are loyal in yeah. that way? Yeah. But, but I um, guess a, a Maltese or a Chihuahua is going to do a lot less damage exactly. than a Rottweiler or a Pitbull. But I, I think also the problem comes in is when you have a brighter place and your friends bring their kids onto the property, if you've brought that dog up to be, like you say, uh, um, human aggressive, mm. that's where the problem comes in. And that's where they get their bad name from when they mm. turn on kids or turn on Yeah, on blame the blame the owners of the dog. Don't blame the breed. I mean, mm. it's like Sharon uh, Said, I mean, uh, punish the deed, yes, not the not breed, the breed. Mm. at the end of the day. Brad is also saying that on WeChat. He says there are no bad dogs, only bad owners. Correct, Brad. Quite Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. But I think all dogs, if you look at what they call the power breeds, have at certain times got these bad reputations. For a while it was Rottweilers, devil dogs, you know, don't go near them. Then it was Dobermans, especially when movies came out showing these dogs in a bad light. Mm. Now it's become the pit bull. Yeah, yeah, like Sharon always says, they're in the rap videos. And yes, they're in the rap videos. You always videos. see the sort of the pimp with the, the Yes, pit bull with the two big pit bulls and rough, so tough, tough macho. Mm. Choice of dogs. Yeah. Mm. Which is not right. We also saw on Facebook, it was circulating this beautiful photo of this woman's newborn baby nestled up in, mm. in sort of on the chest of her pit bull. They, they were known as nanny dogs. They were mm. there to protect well, and look after the I suppose the it would help to know what they were bred for originally so that we know how to mm. treat them. Do, do you know that, Jeanette? Like, what was their purpose? What's their history? Yes. The history basically is... They were using them for bull biting and stuff like that. Mm. And then the sport, the, the guys started with the sport where they started fighting and money got, got involved. Mm. Mm. But it's illegal. It's illegal in the USA. I mean, and that is where we started with the shows because we don't want to lose the breed. Mm. So the show, shows became that we judge on uh, for confirmation on the breed standard of the dog so that we can preserve the breed like mm. it was, yes. not by fighting the dogs and this cruel sport. Yes, mm. but enjoying the breed just mm. like you would any other breed. Mm. Because, Jeanette, some countries overseas, um, they are banned outright. I mean, that would just be terrible if that ever happened, yeah. Yeah, mm. it's quite bad. Mm. And we have to fight that it doesn't happen in South Africa. Yeah, no, absolutely. There, there's various types of pit bull breeds, though. 
Is, is that uh, correct? Did I say that? Mm. There's not just one kind of pit I think bull. there's a confusion, I think, with MSTAFs. Am I right? Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, a pit bull, when people use pit bull, it's, it's a type of dog. It's not necessarily a single breed. Mm-hmm. It's a pit bull type of dog. Mm-hmm. And ah. within that, um, that term, there are many different specific breeds. Mm. Yeah. Right. Okay, like the MSTAF. Would the Staffy fall under that too? Possibly, more they no they sort of more standalone. They're not really seen as a pit bull type. Oh, they were. I, I think <laughs> the people don't understand. There's people that think uh, the bull terriers are pit yes. bulls. They don't know how they call pit, them the bully breed. They, they call yes. them the bully breed. Mm. But the pit bull is a specific athletic dog. Mm. Uh, you get the AKC and the UKC and the ADBA. That's uh, breed organisations, and if you can look at those three standard. They all three are different. And what we want to do is, or, or what, how we are looking at it is the ADBA, the American Dog Breeders Association, okay. on their standard. It's your more athletic mm. dog. It's not your bodybuilding, okay. yes. uh, big, bulky Because I've also dog. seen those, they call them bullies, those yeah. huge, they no, they like they've been fed testosterone bulls. or something. Mm. Or with those Steroids. big, big heads. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're not pit bulls. Mm. They're not, they call, they, what do they call them, bullies? They, they call them bullies. Bullies. Yeah, bullies. bullies. Okay. Tell me, Jeanette, can you register a pit bull with Kusa? No. 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 Now, why is that? Uh, they don't recognize they don't our recognize breed. Them. So basically what we do is we register with K9SA in South Africa. Uh, it's an organization more or less the same as Kusa, yes. but everybody has to work through Canaan. There's a lot of registration bodies. People are getting papers claiming their dogs are uh, uh, a proper uh, pit bull. Yes. People are handing out certificates. They breed with the dog, and then it's a dog that you don't know the history of the right, dog. Right. And that becomes big mm. problems in our breed Yes, that people are buying from Gumtree or all oh, these right. Facebook places. Pit bulls, and they are mostly the the problem. Yes. Well, I suppose that's the education you speak of yeah. is educating people who are maybe breeding them for the love of them, but not knowing exactly where they're going mm. and who's mm. picking them up. Like you say on Gumtree, you don't know where your dog Very is going. So. Yeah, the big mm. problem is people think they can just put a pit bull and a pit bull together and they will have a nice pit bull. Mm. You get lines, different. Uh, lines in the breed And you must make sure that you put The li- right lines with yes. each other So you're breeding for temperament type yeah. All that sort of yeah. thing and, and a lot of people aren't educated There's a chappy at the moment Looking for a lost dog You, you can a, a pit bull You can see that this dog is so loved by this man He's. I mean I was reading some of his Posts yesterday on social media Broke my heart how upset mm. this man is yeah. But not spayed Oh, Run, un, not microchipped, got out the gate, and that's part of education, education. spay and neuter. Mm-hmm. There are how many, Jeanette? Thousands There's of thousands. pit bulls without if you, if you tell people, please sterilize your, your, mm. your, your pit bull, then they will start fighting. No, I just want a letter. Why? Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't why? know. On our shows uh, with the Pitbull Federation, we have a class for unregistered dogs, and they have to be neutered and spayed. Yes, yes. So, in other words, they can do whatever they w- the, the registered dogs is doing, but at least we you're not going to get puppies, puppies out of those thing. dogs. And that's the thing. Please, everybody must sterilize. No, no, I don't understand the mm. reasons we want a litter. That we want mm. the kids to yeah, see yeah. the puppies. We mm. want to. There's no reason when there's thousands of these dogs out there. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. it's just it's not right. And the backyard breeding of the pit bulls mm. is a huge problem at the moment. With its massive explosion in popularity, everybody wants to own a pit bull. Nobody wants to pay for a pit bull. So it's a quick buck. Getting a pit bull and a pit bull, whether mm. it's yours or you steal it or you um, buy it, breeding in the backyard and making yes. a quick buck. Well, it's interesting that you say there's a huge demand for them because I would have thought if there was a pit bull, let's say at the SBCA, it would be one of the last dogs to get adopted because of the reputation they have. 
depends on who's looking for it. Mm. Mm. Scarily enough, yeah, that's very true. Because mm. I think families, you know, they have small children. You know, they're going to think, let's go for a more placid breed like the Border Collie or mm. whatever the case is, even though that's not the solution. Because like we've learned on this show is that if your dog is a working dog, you have to work that you dog. You have to work You can't it. live in your backyard. And it's, it's quite odd too. A few, well, number of years ago, you hardly heard about a pit bull. In, certainly in South Africa And then suddenly it became This big thing and fashionable And yeah. Uh, yeah, how It's just the come about? things for everybody to, yes. to own And especially more. you know as we were saying earlier Every rap video mm. you know they, These guys are they look all cool and chilled and macho mm. Which, you know, these dogs have got such soft hearts mm-hmm. as an owner of one. Mm-hmm. My you boy know, isn't much at all. He's my baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if you look at the, the, uh, the rescue unit that we work with, under, uh, underdogs, I mean, they sit with so many big dogs. Mm-hmm. And people will phone and say, just come and get the puppies. We can't oh. sell them. Mm-hmm. And people don't want to adopt these dogs because they're too big. Mm. Yes. And then you sit with, with, with a problem And it's just one rescue organization How many are there out there That are rescuing dogs yes. Or yes. pit bulls uh, but, but underdogs is uh, The in- only NPO organization That are registered yes. uh, That specialize Specialized in just in pit bulls yeah. And they're sitting with a mess of Really do uh, they have a loss Yes they, Yeah you know, in a country like South Africa, where we have so many people who are battling and so many children without homes, I suppose it's hard for government and these people to get funding for dogs or mm. for like a, a breed specific like pit bulls. I mean, when there's kids that are suffering. So yeah. I think the challenge in a country like South Africa is increased. It's very challenging. To, and then the other thing, you know, Wendy, I want to find out is it was said, I, you know, I do follow NSPCA and Santon, who was investigating the dogs on the back of the bucky. A lot of people go the wrong route when they're reporting these cases of, of mm. cruelty, which can really seriously jeopardize the whole investigation. You know what? So many people are passionate about what they see, what they do. They want to really make a, a difference for an animal that they see in trouble. It's emotional. Mm. But a knee-jerk reaction is the worst possible thing you can do, especially mm. a knee-jerk reaction that compromises a case. So where you see cruelty and you need to report it, you need to report it to someone who can legally act on it so that you have a long-term result or a conviction or something tangible that you can do. You can remove those dogs or you can get a warrant to remove them or, you you know, you need Mm. a formal way of, of approaching it. Yes. And a lot of people... Maybe they've had a bad experience with an SPCA. Um, maybe they would rather go to their own little animal welfare organization. But you need to but make they sure. they don't have legal authority. That, that's mm. it. You need to make sure that wherever you report it, if it's such a bad case of cruelty and action needs to be taken, it needs to be to someone who can take that action and who can do those um, court cases and who can ensure that it goes to court. Yes. And as far as I know, it's only the, the SPCA? There's an, a number of. cruelty? There are people. Yeah, there's a number. As authority. long as it's a legitimate Yes. Registered and authorized people with with trained inspectors. Um, because what's the problem? Is like with this case, I, I believe I stand to be corrected that members of the public got involved. It went viral on Facebook. The the perpetrators mm. were, as a result, kept informed and yes. and got away. Um, I can't really comment on it because yes. it was a, a, San, a local SPCA case. Um, but yes, and it's not it's not a unique case. Uh, many many times, people will get information or see cruelty and post it on fo- fa- uh, social media. Yes, and you know it's not only the good guys that watch social media; it's sure. all the bad guys. Sure. And I can tell you that from animal crime and the pit bull fighting and uh, wildlife smuggling, they keep a very close eye on social I'm media. Sure. It's the place to get well, your news. Well, these people, I suppose, are also sort of learning how to groom their dogs. So if they're into the sort of pit bull fighting, they're going to watch pit bull fight, see tactics, maybe get tips on how to, you know, groom their dog for that if, if this is what they're into. And I suppose social media can be used for that. Mm. Yeah, social media is used for many, many things, but mm. one of it is also tip-offs for the guys you're trying sure. to catch. And especially something like that, it literally mm. goes viral. Uh, yes. That story, it was everywhere yeah. all the time. And he was forewarned and he's gone. And he's gone, yes. No, I, I think so the best thing for people to do is to keep – a number on you if you see something like that, rather just call the NSPCA to sure. follow it through. Yeah. 
I remember last time we had this type of discussion on our show, Sharon. They said signs to look out for, uh, say, if you suspect your neighbor of being involved mm. in this, the signs to look out for on the dog, scarring, um, regular, I don't know. Yeah, what do you, Wendy, what, what do we look, out, look for? out for? You're looking for injured dogs that don't get veterinary attention. You're looking for repeatedly injured dogs. Um, so scars on scars. Fresh scars. Um, yeah, mm. my dog got out and was attacked by a dog can only be legitimate a couple of times. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you're looking for unsocialized dogs, um, mm. large amounts of dogs kept um, mm. on chains in bad conditions. Mm. You're looking for people who are very secretive about their activities with their dogs. Um, you know what? That's that sixth sense. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Listen to people, it. animal people have sixth sense. And listen to that sixth sense. If you think that something's going on, you know what? Just pick up a phone and tell someone. Maybe it's nothing. Yes. Maybe it's a piece of a puzzle that we never had before. Mm. Right. But just report. And in, in terms of where these fights happen, is there something that would sort of alert you to the fact that this is now a dogfight arena? Is there any equipment or something like that that one should look out for? Remember, dogfighting happens on a number of different organizational levels or sophistication. Um, you get everything from the street fighters and the bush fighters who are more opportunistic. They will grab a dog, they will take an opportunity of, of stealing a dog, and they will have a quick fight on a mine dump or in an abandoned building or, mm. or something. It's um, quick gratification. It's sometimes their stakes. At, maybe it's just a turf warfare yes. and it's settled mm. with a dog fight. And then as you go up the levels through the hobbyists and into the professionals, it's more organized. It's more planned. The dogs are purposely bred for this activity, the criminal activity of dog fighting. They groomed specifically for that. Um, and it's a, it's a much longer organized thing. And generally they've been involved for a number of, of years. Yes. It's a, it's something that they, they're very afraid so the, with. They won't just go into the one fight, the big fight. They'll be going through fights as they grow up and yeah. Yeah. developing that. Um, and it, it's taken, it's time. It's, you don't, you wouldn't fight your dog every weekend. Mm. Yes. It's time taken to get it into peak condition to, to make sure the training is up to date, make sure that it's conditioned right for that massive exertion. What's so disturbing concept. is that these people put so much energy into it. Mm. I mean, you sort of raise the dog for, well, I don't know, maybe a couple of years before it it's ready to fight. So you didn't develop any sort of attachment to that dog while you raised it and fed it. And yeah, you no, know, it, it makes it. no sense. No. Wendy, I don't know, do you have statistics? Is this more prevalent in Johannesburg or Cape Town, mm. Durban? They're hot areas, but remember, hot areas can be dictated by many things. Um, if there is a higher number of pit bulls in an area, there mm. will probably be a higher number of, of fighting pit bulls in an area. Um, if you have more animal-conscious people in an area, you'll get more uh, more reports. So it doesn't mean that maybe there's more pit bull fighting in that area. It means yes. that there's more people on the lookout for it. Um, so it varies, and to, to say... This area is more prolific than this area can be a bit, a bit difficult mm. to do. So I know when I go down to Cape Town, I always go to the dog walk beaches and that, and there's so many pit bulls there, adored, mm. loved by their owners, mm. but it seemed to almost be pit bull central <laughs> down in Cape <laughs> yes. Town. <Yeah>. So <laughs> that's why I wondered if mm. there was a higher incidence of dog fighting there. Yeah, there they are, pe- they are provinces which are, are mm. more prolific for whatever reason. Um, and Cape Town is one of them, yes. I wonder if it's related at all to gangsterism and the drug trade and... Um. Tough guy's choice of dog. Mm. Yeah, mm. very much so. And um, pit bulls are used for other um, organized crime. It, they are used to guard drugs, to guard um, contraband items. Um, it's it's not unusual right across the world to to hear of pit bulls being used to to move drugs, because are you going to mm. pull over the vicious mm. dog in the road and yes, spat and it about with it? Mm. Yes, no, you're not. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not. Mm. And I remember it's it's quite a while back now. Maybe a year, two years. I saw an article. I think it was in the Star, where it gave the side of the pit bull fighter, mm-hmm. and this person—I'll call him that—said how much his dogs enjoy this, mm. and they were bred for this, and you know they can't wait for it, and all the rest. Jeanette. I mean, no dog, no person, animal enjoys pain, surely. <laughs> no, definitely not. I can't I think. was shocked at this mm. article that they even published it. Mm. For a pit bull person uh, from my side, hearing that, yes. 
there must be something wrong. Something wrong. Wrong with that person. Mm. Because, I mean, I'm a pit bull lover. That's mm. my first choice and I will yes. stay with pit bulls. But I'm definitely not going to put my dog through that pain. Right. right. Or sitting and looking at it. And enjoying mm. it Exactly Where it just your makes dog no is sense. getting Maybe you know This guy mm. is sort of saying If the dog didn't want to fight Why is he attacking the other dog It's not They're not mm. humans They don't think that way You know but they, They're going to go with their instincts They're encouraged yeah. to do that You see And what people also Sometimes confuse Is that Normal Other dogs will fight Yeah they'll They will fight, fight over territory They will fight over bones They will sure. fight over a female but they don't fight to the extent that the pit bull does. Mm. That that massive amount of damage that those jaws that can cause such huge mm-hmm. injury, um, and s- see it all the way through to the end. Mm. Um, so it's to compare the pit bull to another dog. Oh, well, it enjoys this one, enjoys that. No, you need to see it within concept uh, yes. in the context of a pit bull. And also, you're confining yes. them in a space and forcing them to yes, be in each other's presence. Do. It's not natural. And and you're quite right, Wendy. I mean, they are terriers, and mm. terriers are known for the Tenacity and we don't give up hmm. And I mean I saw two Staffies getting into a fight at a dog Walk park and to actually Separate the two of them they just blanked Out yeah. they were mm. you know But as you say two mm. fox terriers Could do the same thing okay. Dogs do fight And, and they, they do they, they play on that massive Loyalty that the pit bull is known for And um, that those dogs will do anything They will go through mm. anything to in To please their warped mm. owner Mm. Um, they are, they're massively loyal And that's the heartbreaking mm. part Is that they do anything for their owner mm. To the point that they would die for their mm. owner mm. Which is and heartbreaking we hear all the arguments We hear, well, pit bull fighting was once legal Well, so was slavery mm. Sure You know, the times yes. move on mm. yes. um, It's the 21st century And the, the type of people that are engaged in pit bull fighting Are not the type of people we want in a progressive society No no, I wonder if, like Sharon said, you know, walking in the park, two staffies are attacking each other. They have this lockjaw mechanism. What do we do in those situations? Do you do you get a bucket of water? Do you <laughs> kick them? Do you scream? I think what? that's a fallacy that, that their jaws lock. That's not true at all, hey, Wendy? No, they've just got massively Ma- powerful jaws. Strong okay. jaws. Yeah. But isn't a Rottweiler got a stronger jaw? I was looking at something on TV the other day that said a, a Rottie had a stronger mm. bite. Of all the dog breeds. Um, I'm not good. I can't really comment on that one. Yes. I can tell you that a pit bull has a phenomenal jaw. Mm. <laughs> you can just see the power in it. It's just like muscle. It's and it's not only that jaw is attached to a phenomenal, uh, very dedicated brain. Yes, as well. I think they underestimated their genetics because they yeah. really they're not even featured in the intelligence list, but. You but live with very, one. Yeah. Live and with you one will and know will how know. intelligent they are. My, my dog speaks. He speaks on command. He will ask for stuff. He's the most amazing. I've never had a dog like this. Mm-hmm. And, and I think unless you've lived with one and loved one truly in your home, will you actually know what a pity is about? Yeah. Really, and what hard work they are. (laughs) Yes, no, no, for sure. They they do need exercise, attention. I've got a bull terrier. My pity is so affectionate. He loves being there, cuddled, cuddled, cuddle bunny. Mm. He really is. Jeanette, how many do you have personally? Personally, just one. One at the moment. Is that enough? (laughs) (laughs) More than enough. (laughs) Uh, Because I'm quite all over the country. Yes, I don't have time for Mm. more. So I, if I'm home, I can just work with the one dog. It's yes. also a rescue dog. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm not a breeder. I don't show with my dog. I just love the breed. What led you to the breed? That's a long story. Okay. <laughs> I saw a video or, or a DVD yeah. of pit bulls, and I just fall in love with them. Mm-hmm. We bought it, and we started. We did. We are breeders. We registered in America as as breeders. We did do breedings, but then we stopped and we went on the show site and then we just said, you know what, we have to tell people pit bulls are not, not vicious dogs right. and start right. educating. So how do you do, I mean, this walk coming up, how do you educate people? What do you do? Do you go and talk at schools? Do you have these events? How do you get that education across? We go to schools. Mm. But to get into schools, it's quite difficult because it's a pit bull. Um. And uh, people think no pit bulls will bite. Mm. So by doing the walks is getting the public involved 
Drive past, come and see, look mm. at the pit bulls. Walking I mean, next to miniature schnauzers. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. last walk was, I think there were 65 dogs, mm. like 50 pit bulls and then other breeds. Other little dogs. And there was no incident. And I mean, people going out, showing the people what's yes, going on. What's going on. No, absolutely. Do you think someone like Caesar Milan, who, who's been very, very popular worldwide, his b- favorite breed is the pit bull. And I think he's, he's much loved daddy. Mm. Got so many people worldwide looking at this breed and loving this dog. And now he's got junior. Has that helped the breed it's or hindered quite, it? Yeah. Because now everyone wants to be like Caesar Milan and own a pit bull. I think it helped quite a lot. But basically, the people must just start going, taking their dogs for training. I mean, it doesn't help having a pit bull, but don't take the dog out for training. Yes. To a training school or train your dog. Um, if people can start doing that, that will be nice. No, absolutely. So you're saying you've got a pit bull puppy, the first step, puppy socialization. Puppy socialization. Okay. It's and then a you dog follow that through. Follow. Yeah. Okay. Get involved with people that know the breed and want the best for the breed because that's the only way that we're going to uh, educate people. Yes. One person won't do it by themselves, but as an organization standing together and can go out and tell people, you know, we are a hundred, we are a thousand people. Yes. And our, our dogs are trained and uh, uh Look at our dogs. Yes. They're not vicious. They can sit in a park. We can sit together. We can check. They don't want to kill each other. Mm. Mm. No, absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, as you say, education, education, education. And I just hope it's sinking in, mm. you know, especially with our young people, mm. especially with our young people. I, we, I spoke to a vet a while back. Who I was talking to him about, does he ever get nervous with a dog that's going to bite him? And he went, you know what? Some of the most aggressive dogs that he's had to deal with are chihuahuas. <laughs> that uh, he's actually <laughs> more nervous of a chihuahua coming mm. in there than a pit bull or a, or a doberman or something like that. I think many SPCA inspectors would agree. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that they've been bitten by chihuahuas. But obviously it doesn't get that sort of coverage because <laughs> when the chihuahua bites you, there's mm. no real serious consequence, I suppose, unless mm. it's in your eye or your face. Sure. Whereas if a, the one pit bull that does turn on a person gets publicized, mm. you know, countrywide. Oh, yeah. And that's very unfair because, the, I mean, there are cases of dog, dog bites. There mm. are attacks. And they, they're growing up. They're going up. Sure. Like but I mean, those are all kinds of dogs. Mm. I mean, it's a burbul or a, you know, but unfo- as you say, unfortunately, the bigger the dog, the more the damage that, mm. that can be caused. But I think what, what I've, what I'm taking away from this is something that don't teach a dog to be human aggressive, hey? Yes. So if, like you say, the pit bull is naturally animal aggressive, don't try and use that to protect your house because that's going to lead to a problem. Don't try and make your dog aggressive because it's not the same as protection, hey? Yeah. But yeah. I think they shouldn't be aggressive. Um, my dog, has not grown up with cats. I've never socialized him with cats. If a cat comes in my garden, he will chase it. Mm. It's not his fault. He's not mm. aggressive. He doesn't hate cats. He's doing it's what just dogs do. Instinct. Mm. I, I would not get a cat now because he has not been trained around be so. it, socialized around it. But if I had a cat when I brought him in as a puppy, mm. he'd love cats. Mm. So you can't blame, again, the breed. <laughs> you cannot mm. blame the breed. You know, which is something interesting. I stayed on a farm, women alone. For four years, I just had my two pit bulls. Never an incident. I never trained my dogs to be human aggressive, but all the people around me were so scared to get into my property because of my pit bulls. Mm. And I always said, you know what? I don't even think my dogs will bite mm. anybody mm. just because of the name. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's the sad part. Because of the name, people... It's, yes. it's, it's vicious dogs, and it's not, definitely. <laughs> so interesting, it's very, yeah. very sad. It's very, very sad that people are, you know, they label animals to be this <laughs> way or to be that way. But, you know, I wanted to just um, end on something that uh, Michelle, your marketing manager, gave me that she wanted highlighted, and this is the scandal of the abducted elephants. I don't okay, know if yes. this is also something that you've involved in, Wendy, because she was saying that this elephant project, you desperately need funding to bring out experts to, to help fight this. 
And what it basically is is baby elephants that have been taken away, or the, the, the yeah. parents were shot. Tell us a bit more about that. Yes, alongside pit bulls, I also do abducted elephants. Mm. Um, my Goodness unit. me, what a, what a <laughs> yeah. jump the inside. My unit specifically deals in special investigations. So any crime that needs a bit more of an in-depth look, a long-term um, commitment. And those are, like the pit bull fighting, um, it's... It's involved um, crimes and it's expensive. Yes, um, they are. They financially, it's very draining to run special investigations. Right, um, where you need expert witnesses, you need forensics, you need a number of different things to make sure that people um, involved in these sort of crimes are brought to justice. Go to trial and get justice. Yeah. And, and and you you don't get any support from government. So if no, people want to help, yes. Um, this is a way that they yeah. can help. I and mean, even 20 range yeah. would go a long way. You know, it'll help. Every, every little bit helps. Every little bit um, helps. And whether they want to donate skills or donate money. Yes. We've got ample opportunity for, to make use of, of anything yes, they yes. willing. So that's how people yeah. can really, and, really help. And sometimes people do. They you think, well, you know, I don't have any money. Well, it doesn't, it's sometimes not about money. Mm. Money mm. is phenomenal if you've got it, but so are skills. Yes. Um, do you have forensic skills? Can you offer time to train NSPCA inspectors? Oh, really? So people what can about volunteer in those divisions? Yeah. I um, didn't know that. Are you someone who has experience with trauma counseling? Um, can mm. you offer that skill? There are many, many different ways that you can help us out. Um, and getting back to the elephants, yes, it, it was a horrendous case. And the elephant case is only – it's two different parts. Um, it's one where the four baby elephants were actually ripped away from their mothers. Their mothers mm. were later shot, oh. which is in con mm. complete contravention of the laws of this country. And those people need to be brought to justice, not only for the elephants, but for the future of baby elephants in this country. I can imagine Absolutely. the trauma for them is worse because they are so intelligent. Yeah? Phenomenal. So I mean, that I mean, trauma really social. can instill really things in them for the rest of their animals. lives. And South Africa fought so hard. For laws pertaining to how elephants should be treated and how they should be kept and the rules around breaking up herds of elephants. And we mm. got those rules. We got that legislation. Yeah. When it's, when it's um, broken, it needs to be addressed. They, they're so family orientated. Mm. I mean, they stay together their entire lives. That's so it. if you take away sort of the matriarch of the group, you don't realize yeah. the effects that has. Absolutely traumatic. Mm. I'm just seeing on your press release, it says the NSPCA believes that the operation was flawed from the start and has now issued proceedings under the Grahamstown High Court against Lizette Withers of the Neisner Elephant Park, Elephants of Eden, Eastern Cape Department of Economic Development and Environmental Affairs, the Northwest Province, Province Department of Environmental Affairs and Tourism, and the National Department of Environmental sure. Affairs. So this is a biggie. The yes. logistics yeah. are crazy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, this is a biggie. Yeah. And there are a number of people cited in those papers, but it's it's – because a number of things went wrong yes. and it cannot be allowed to happen again. Well, I think we need to talk about that again a little bit more. We've run out of time as mm. usual. But again, if you guys want to help, the only way the SPCA can carry on in the SP NSPCA to bring these criminals to justice, to fight for our animals, is please go onto their website. In this case, you'll see the Elephant Project where you can mm. donate and or go fighting. to your – and the dog fighting – Please go in there. Um, we're trying to also promote this and publicize this in Canine Zone, so go and pick up your Canine Zone magazine. Have a look there. Jeanette, thank you so much as it's usual. You are the pitbull mother of South Africa. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And Wendy, bless you for all you do. <laughs> thank you. It's and been all your great listeners. having you both. Yeah, and we'll be back next Wednesday. We don't know yet what's on. We'll but figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Cliffcentral.com.